When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Terrio Media. So you want to be a real estate investor, but you don't want to do the work. If there were only a way where someone else could do it for you, now there is. Tune in here each and every Saturday on the epic real estate investing show for Turnkey Saturdays with your host, Mercedes Torres. Hello and welcome. Welcome to the epic real estate investing podcast, the Turnkey Edition. Happy Saturday to everyone. Uh, my name is Mercedes Torres and I am privileged enough to be working alongside with Matt Terrio the genius behind the entire Epic organization. And I'm kind of here just to share Turnkey Saturdays where we focus on helping you create passive income and really believe in simplifying the entire process. I am a big advocate of not only diversifying portfolios, but making them as simple as possible so that you can do what portfolios do best is watch them grow and perform. Um, this week's guest, I am honored to say that um, this progress for this particular individual has been a speedy one. I was introduced by this gentleman um, by uh, another podcaster who is a really big fan of Pay Your Mortgage First. Pay Your Mortgage First is just a separate um, I would have to say strategy, another vehicle to help achieve um, goals to uh, uh, creating additional streams of income. You know, it's just a different way of doing it. Uh, it's not necessarily a wrong or right way, just different. And this gentleman called our office because he had heard about this and he was inquiring a little bit more about how turnkey, um, how turnkey investing will come into play uh, with that. And basically, I, I have my own opinion about it. Again, nothing bad, nothing good, just different. Um, you know, my thought process is really... If you have a property that you own free and clear, you are sitting on money that's likely not producing a whole lot of money for you. Now, surely you do get the benefit of simply having a paid off property, which is a really big deal. So you don't have to worry about your mortgage payment, nor do you have to worry about um, you know, the roof over your head. But in essence, it is a liability to you simply because when you live in your own home, well, if the air conditioning unit breaks down and it needs to be replaced, you can't necessarily call your landlord to pay for the replacement unit that has to be installed. You have to dig money out of your pocket. Hence, it's a liability. 
So my theory behind um, having a property free and clear is why don't we take the equity from this particular property and put it to use buying other investment properties that are going to produce a cash flow. Having said a little bit of that, this gentleman was referred to us uh, by a another podcaster that was looking into the strategy, and long and behold, about a week after we spoke, he was in our office with his wife, and he says to me, wow, it makes so much sense. How do I get started? So... Uh, what's great about this gentleman and his wife is they're a super young couple. I think they're probably in their mid thirties and within six months, they've acquired six cash flowing properties. So I'm going to let this gentleman, uh, share his story with us because it is an astronomical story. It's a story that happened literally how he says it overnight, but it's one of those things where if a gentleman like uh, Enrique can do this, so can you. So uh, allow me to introduce this awesome gentleman. He is an operator of um, Chevron from an oil refinery here in Manhattan Beach, California. He was born and raised here in Southern California. He served our country, United States Navy, now lives at the beach, was also a lifeguard and a swim instructor and also a former EM team. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, I'd like to welcome Enrique Santana to our show. Enrique, can you hear me? Yes, I can. How are you doing? Awesome. I'm doing fantastic. Welcome to the Epic Real Estate Investing turnkey portion of our show. Happy, I'm going to say happy Wednesday to you. Thank you. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, let's say... Why don't we start off by just allowing you, Enrique, to introduce yourself. Tell us all about you and tell us a little bit about what you do. Okay. Well, like you said, I'm Enrique Santana. I'm uh, 36 years old, recently married, going about two years now. I grew up in Southgate, California, which is right just like a few minutes away from downtown LA. My background is I was in the Navy for four years. Uh, I was a realtor for couple years and I hated it. <laughs> uh, I was a lifeguard, an EMT. I did a whole bunch of jobs and currently I am working at a oil refinery right here in Southern California. I'm an operator here and been there for seven years now. Awesome. Um, awesome. So you're in the, we're in the Navy. Uh, thank you for serving our country, sir. Thank you. And you were also an EMT. That's a really big deal. Here in LA, being an emergency medical technician, that's a big task. So thank you for all that you do. And you saved some lives being a lifeguard. That was a, I like doing that job. It was more just like transporting people back and forth, really. I didn't really get into any of the emergency calls, but I was trained for it. But the bad thing is it didn't pay anything. <laughs> so I needed to find something else that actually did better. Awesome, awesome. So now you work for an oil refinery here in town. Uh, I'm sure you like what you do. You work really weird long hours. Um, but, uh, you know, one day you reached out to me and uh, you said, you know, I want to start investing. So how did you find uh, Cashflow Savvy and Epic Real Estate? Funny thing is, so since where I work, I work long 12-hour shifts, usually minimum of 12-hour shifts and the rotating shifts, days and nights, days and nights, days and nights. So always before I work a night shift, I stay up till around four or five in the morning 
just me and the dogs watching TV or researching stuff on the computer. So one night I, uh, well, let me back it up a little bit. We were in the per- in the process of buying uh, an investment property, my wife and I. It was right here in Redondo Beach. It was a townhouse. Um, our objective was to rent it out and try to pay it off as soon as possible so we could buy another one. So what I did is I Googled one night. It was probably like three in the morning. Uh, look, how do I pay off a house in five years? So that's what led me to uh, a group called Replace Your Mortgage. And I ended up joining that group so I, so where they teach you how to use a, the HELOC to pretty much pay off a house. When I was in that group, I ended up seeing a lot of, uh, they have a uh, Facebook community. And in the forums, I saw like investors talking and a lot of them seemed to have m- many rentals. So I ended up asking one of the guys, like, because I saw the word turnkey a couple of times. I asked, I asked him, what is turnkey? What are you talking about? And then he and I had this conversation and he told me everything about, everything he knew about turnkey real estate. And that's what led me to you. And he also introduced me to a couple other uh, turnkey providers. Awesome. Awesome. So the whole world of turnkey was completely foreign to you then. You had never heard or considered turnkey. Is that correct? I've learned so much this year (laughs) when it comes to uh, uh, real estate investing. I was going to do it all on my own. Um, I actually did do it on my own a few years before and I had my own duplex. Um, I, I bought a duplex in Anaheim and I didn't know this word cash flow back then. Um, but it, it actually was cash flowing. Uh, but I was doing everything on my own. Um, I had to deal with the tenants. It, 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 it was a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Got so it. I, I heard the term called, um, landlord fatigue and that, that set in a couple years into it. So I wanted to get rid of it. Wow, got it. Okay, so you indicated that uh, from this group called Replace Your Mortgage, you were referred to Cashflow Savvy and other turnkey operations. Uh, I love that. I love that you uh, hopefully shopped around. Um, So did you actually shop around? I did. I spoke. I actually interviewed uh, three others uh, on on top of you guys. Uh, There's there's three other ones. Um, I don't know if you want to know the names, but yeah. Uh Tell me, I want to know, out of those three others, we were the fourth. What made you decide to go with us? Okay, so out of the three others, I liked two of them. I didn't care for one. The one, I just didn't feel like, what do you like say, the warm and fuzzy. I just wasn't feeling it with them. Um, and they're actually one of the biggest, or the bigger names out there. And I just didn't like what I felt. Um, Two of the other ones, I really liked what they had to do, had to say, um, but they were limited in markets. They were, one was in pretty much just Birmingham, Alabama, and the other one was in Memphis. And pretty much that's, those are their markets. They, they're out of there and that's it. What I ended up liking about you guys is, first of all, I was able to meet you in person. Uh, my wife and I went to go see you in your office, which you don't have to. I, I actually felt comfortable just by speaking with you over the phone. Um, but you guys are in multiple markets, and I like the way your investor queue works. Um, as soon as you put the deposit, you're in the queue, and then uh, properties seem to keep will keep coming in. Yeah, 
Those and the other ones seem to have a very limited inventory in a limited area. So I was like, okay, well, what if I eventually start outpacing this? I need someone that could keep up with me. And you guys seem to be a great fit. Yeah, you guys are really difficult to keep up with. Let me tell you, <laughs> you guys move really fast. We pride ourselves in kind of sharing moving at the speed of instruction. I mean, you guys define the term moving at the speed of instruction. Um, we'll talk a little bit about uh, our queue uh, for those of us that, that want to know more information about our queue. But um, so uh, you happen to be less than that 1%, Enrique, because I hardly ever get to meet our clients. So luckily you're local, you know, you're here in Redondo Beach, California. So yeah, you said, can I come and meet you? And I was like, of course you can. Um, so it was a pleasure to meet you guys before we actually got to work together. That's a massive cherry on top. So fast forward to you came to our office. Um, uh, we, we met, I know, I remember your wife was really sick when you guys came in. Um, and then you said, okay, what's the next step? So Walk me through that. Tell me your experience when you left my office. So when we left your office, we started to go to the dentist after that. <laughs> Which was not a good experience, I'm no. sure. I, I was dragging her through everything. Well, we had to do the dentist together. But yeah, she, she wanted to come meet you, but uh, it was just a bad day right there. It, she was so out of it. Um, but still, with all that said, she still felt comfortable moving forward. Um, plus I'd already talked her ear off about all this as soon as I spoke with you. And it's actually, as soon as I started learning about turnkey real estate, I was like, like mind blown, you know, I was like, wow, I couldn't, can't believe like how the, the, I can't believe all this exists like that. Awesome. So, so, so you left the office and I remember sending you an email and referring you to one of our lenders. Yeah. How was that process? So after you, you, uh, you referred us, you had to qualify us. And uh, so we spoke with uh, one of your lenders. He did all the, all the checks on me on my own because I, I left my wife out of it because of the 10 houses per, uh, what is it, the conventional? Um, yeah. And so what you're talking about there, Enrique, is when you first came on board, you were completely open to using what you had available for a cash property. We're big advocates of really diversifying your portfolio, but leveraging as much as possible without over leveraging. And I often have husband and wife teams that come on board and said, we're ready to buy properties. And I'm, I absolutely love that you want to do it together, but it makes sense financially if you're able to, to split you guys up in two so that one of you can qualify for the maximum 10 conventional loans that a Freddie and Fannie product would allow, and then having the other individual also qualify for the 10. So that was the reason that I kind of said, hey, you guys seem like you're in a good position. I'm not the bank, but I'm going to refer you to the lenders that we work with because they specialize in serving out-of-state investors that are doing exactly what you guys were looking to do. So it made more sense for you guys to split up on paper financially so that you guys can maximize your benefit at your, um, so that you guys can maximize your returns. And I think that that's exactly what you did because you qualified and then your beautiful wife qualified and you guys are in the midst of that. So did I explain that correctly? You did. You did. I would have, I would have left 
half of that out because I want to. Awesome. So then uh, you qualified by yourself. Uh, then the banker, you got on the phone with our banker. And what was that like? So I got on the phone with him. He got me qualified. Uh, when I qualified with him, it was pretty much just for, uh, for one house, even though I knew I was going to buy more. And he said that was fine. Um, he said that it'll just keep on, it could kind of stack itself in, in my favor. Like the more I buy, like it benefits me. But, um, so I got that. I got the pre-qualification with him. And then from there, like just a few days later, we got our, uh, deposit and put ourselves in the queue with you. Awesome. And from the time that you left my office to the time that you pre-qualified, how long was that period? Okay. So I was first introduced to you like the second week of January, uh, like the first week of January, uh, first week of February, I actually went to your office with my wife about two, three days later, I was already pre-qualified, ready to go. About two, three more days later, I was in the queue. And then that ladies and gentlemen is moving at the speed of instruction. (laughs) Yeah. And then about two or three days later, we were in escrow on five houses. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what we did with you, Enrique, is I knew because of our conversations and because what I had learned uh, from speaking with you and your wife, I knew that you guys were on a mission to create a portfolio. So when you came into the queue and when you were uh, pre-qualifying and going through that process, we were already sorting properties out based off of what you and I had talked about so that when you came into the queue, we were kind of prepared for you. And so that's how we ended up bundling houses for you so that they were all in one general vicinity or two because we're big on diversification and that they all made sense for you. So that was something that we kind of work in the background where you don't really see that happening until it's presented to you. I mean, that's the whole purpose of a turnkey operation is so that we do all the work for you and you just get to reap the benefits, so to speak. So uh, you instantly jumped on five properties, and I think we did three in Alabama and two in Indianapolis? Yes. So actually, um, when I was in the queue, you sent me more than than five. You sent me, I think it was seven, and I picked through those right there. I picked for the amount of money that I had available to actually purchase, and you actually helped me select which ones would be the better ones of the seven. I told you, I like, I think I can only afford like maybe five of them. So we picked and chose from those seven. Yeah. And so we worked together to strategically align ourselves in that you've got a little bit of every price point in every market. So we did a lower price point in Indiana, a little higher one that dictates the rent. And then we did the same thing in Alabama so that you're a a well-rounded investor in that you have, you know, a, a little bit of everything so that. If something is to shake and rattle, you're not going to feel it so much financially. Awesome. So tell me about the closing process. After we sent you the properties and uh, you sorted through them, you said, I'm taking these five. Um, What was that like? So funny thing is, like everything was moving so quick. We had a wedding to go to in the Philippines. So I don't know if you remember that. I do remember the that. First, the, first, the first couple of weeks that we were in escrow, we were in the Philippines on vacation. So I was dealing with all that. So we were in a, I was kind of scrambling to get the, the rest of the four uh, deposits for the five houses to 
So we're scrambling on that. I said, is there anything else we need from us before we leave? Because we're leaving. <laughs> um, but uh, that was pretty much all I needed at the time. And all the other paperwork was already in with the lender. So nice. uh, everything just started flowing. You guys introduced us to multiple inspectors in both areas. Um, so I picked from them. Yeah. And how did you pick your inspector? Because uh, we're really good about sharing our contracts on the ground, but you are in no shape, where form obligated to choose the people that we suggest. You're more than welcome to do a Google search and find your own. What made you decide to choose the inspectors that you did or how did you choose them? I feel comfortable with everything that I've spoke with you guys with about already. So from those, I felt like, okay, if you're, if you're recommending them, they should be good. Yeah. So I felt comfortable with them, first of all. And I still went and called them all, interviewed them all. They were all right around the same price point. And having had real estate uh, experience over here in the past, I knew that they all kind of do the same thing and the price points for them. So um, I just picked from them. Got it. Like that. Yeah. Then you did the inspections. You got the report. What was that process like after I made you read through every detail on the report? Because I do make my investors read their inspections. <laughs> so, so there were some little issues here and there. On Every one of the properties has something. So I, mean, I look at the entire review, uh, report. And then after looking at the inspection report, I just had to see what was important to me to get fixed or, or what I could say, okay, that's fine. It, it really doesn't need it. Um, so I looked at every report and there were a couple requests that I had for every, every one of the properties, actually. Yeah. And you guys worked with me to, or you guys and the, as a seller that worked with me to uh, fix most of my requests. Some of them are just not necessary. True, true. Give they're, me an example. They're more, like, they're more like wants rather than needs to be repaired for a rental property. Give me an example of one of the items that you wanted repaired that we repaired for you. Ah, uh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll scratch that question. Scratch that question. Okay, so when we made the repairs of your requested items, how did you reinspect that? Uh, then the in inspector will go back out there and make sure it's all done. Plus you guys send me a, they'll send pictures saying this has been completed. This item has been completed. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. And then we went through the appraisal process. That was super easy. All of your properties appraised as we were selling them. Uh, we normally don't really have problems with appraisals and then your closing process. That was a little bit different because you were far away. You weren't home. So uh, I think you were working, I don't know, in Mississippi, somewhere in the middle of I was yeah. working in Mississippi for two months uh, from April, all of April, all of May. And that's when everything was closing at the time. So yeah. I was trying to handle that at the same time as being away. And Ruge, who in their right mind goes to the Philippines in the middle of buying five properties and then goes and works in another state when they're closing five properties? Only Enrique will. When I saw the potential of this turnkey and I had the money ready to go. I was ready to invest it. I was going to buy a townhouse. I was going to be negative cash flow. When at the time I didn't even know what that meant. I didn't know what ROI meant. I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know a lot of terms. Yeah. I had the money. Luckily, luckily I uh, didn't qualify for that loan. I was about five points shy for qualifying for that loan, and that would have raised my uh, mortgage another thousand something dollars. Like, 
I pulled out. I had the money ready to go. I've been itching, ready to go for something. I found you guys. I was like, I'm going to make this happen. Good for you. Well, we're so honored that you chose. I made it work. With I had stuff planned already. I made it work and I went through with it. I'm honored that you chose us and that we were able to walk you through the whole process. So would you say that we held your hand through the process and help you learn? Like, did we help you understand ROI? Did we help you uh, understand cash flow, evaluate? Tell me about that. You did because, um, well, first of all, after I first met with you, I spoke with you on the phone. You introduced me to the uh, Turnkey Real Estate Investing Podcast with Matt. Yeah. So from that, I just learned and learned and learned. I listened to maybe three, four episodes a day and just learned as much as I could. So I got even more and more comfortable, more and more comfortable. And I would write notes. You remember when I went to your office, I had a list of questions and notes. <laughs> you probably expected a quick 30-minute sit down with us and it turned out to be maybe at least twice that. Yeah, it was like two hours, but I loved it. You were very well prepared and you had thoroughly thought out every question that was written on your sheet. So no, it was great. I appreciated it because you knew exactly what you wanted to know and what was important for you and your wife. And at the end of the day, that's all that really matters. So I was happy to answer it. And um, I really saw your vision and, and your potential. So, you know, when I started investing, I wish somebody would have seen that in me and I probably would have done it a lot faster. So if I can help someone do the same thing, why not? So I'm so glad you guys just um, totally took advantage of that. So, okay, fast forward, you're, you're closing. What happened after uh, when you were uh, out of state? Um, how did we do the closing with you? So I, I was wondering if that was going to be an issue since I was out of state, uh, but you guys ended up finding me a mobile notary. I had the notaries go over there. We signed all the paperwork. And from there, I just wired the rest of the down payments and closing costs for everything. It was really easy. Uh, I was staying at a hotel over there. The, the notaries came to my hotel and we signed all the paperwork and knocked it out. It was, it was easy. Awesome. Awesome. It is. The whole process has just been extremely easy. Like, like you guys, have, like how you said, hold our hands. You guys held our hands the whole time. Awesome. And, and now with this uh, sixth one that we're we're in escrow. You guys are helping us out with that too. We are. We got you and your wife got the bug and you guys are on number six and we're in the middle of escrow. We've got a few dots to um, to dot and T's to cross and then we'll get you to the dot period. But wow, in less than what, six months, you guys are going to own six properties, which is amazing. amazing. And uh, one thing we failed to mention is that this is my wife's second escrow with you guys. Right. But it's this one's part of our portfolio. The first one that she had was actually not for us. It was for her parents. Yeah. We her parents went- live in Turkey. So international investors. So that, that's actually why my wife is the one uh, that's on the loan on that one. I love it. I love it. So wait a minute. Um, your wife liked the process so much. She dragged your parents on board. We, we brought it up to her parents because her parents were interested in buying something here also. So, so we were going to buy a house in Redondo Beach. They were going to buy something here local. But since, since they had money ready to go too, awesome. we mentioned you guys to them and they, they wanted it into. Wow. So it's really, we're really working on the seventh property together. 
seventh, but only this is our sixth in, of my portfolio. I don't count that one in the first <laughs> one in my portfolio. But you guys did all the work for it. So my it, wife did all the work did on that. <laughs> I do remember finding that property when she told me, and I was like, that's pretty awesome that you guys are bringing your parents, or in your case, your in laws, into this whole ordeal. I always say it's never too late to get started in real estate. So kudos to you guys. Awesome, Enrique. So tell me, what would you say has been the biggest challenge during this whole process? Well, just the only challenge I had at first was not seeing the properties, I want to say, like uh, like sight unseen, even though I ended up seeing three of them in person. Okay, so that's interesting. And, uh, but that's by default. Again, less than 1% of the people actually travel to see us or travel to see the property. So you actually saw it by default. But before, because yeah. you didn't go travel to see the properties or you didn't travel for work that you ended up getting to see the properties until after you were under contract, until after you due diligence period. So before that, what made you feel comfortable with getting over that fear of sight unseen? Um, getting over the sight unseen is just the running the numbers. I've, I had some experience with, with real estate. I already know like, okay, as long as the uh, rents could cover the mortgage or if, they, if they're positive, then it should be good. Uh, I felt comfortable knowing that you guys are doing a full rehab on all these properties. So there shouldn't be an issue with that. You guys are going to set me up with the property managers. Property managers should take care of all the rents, send me my payments. So running all the numbers, it, they all made sense. Yeah. So that helped me get over that fear. That helped you get over the fear. Awesome. So now you guys have five properties, uh, you know, fully running. We're not going to count the one for your in-laws, but it's been a few months. So you're relatively a, a new investor. How has that yeah. experience been? It's been good, actually. It's been good. I'm, and I'm still continuing to uh, learn. I'm, I'm still listening to podcasts. I'm, I'm trying to learn as much as possible. Um, but everything's changed. And I want to say 2018 has really opened my eyes a lot. And I still want to learn more and more. And awesome. You've got that hunger. Um, so what is, um, what is the 15th or the 20th of the month look like when you collect your rents? Uh, the, actually, the rents come in on the 7th or the 6th or 7th. That's Even, better. <laughs> Even better. Even um, better. Well, I don't go jump for joy or anything when I get that because I'm not spending it. Like right. all the rents, since I wasn't living on it before, it just gets, all gets reinvested and huh. just accumulates. And that's how we ended up buying this uh, sixth one already. Wow. That's insane. Yeah. You guys are on. We're five. actually saving already for our seven. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Um, when we talk about accelerating the process, you guys are defining what that means. So I love it. Um, okay, so we talked about our challenge. What was the biggest learning lesson that you'd say that you've taken out of this whole experience? Um, the biggest learning lesson maybe is just the ease, how easy it could be. Um, I, I, I watch those, what are the HGTV shows all the time? You know, like I would see... What was it called? The one with Scott, that guy, he, uh, he rehabs like uh, basements and he gets in there, he rehabs it, makes it nice. He finds a tenant for them and he, he gets it rented for them. So I was like, man, I just wish there was something like that over here. Because all those are in Canada, right? And yeah, you guys are not fixing my house uh, and doing it for me, but you guys are 
like just the ease of everything that you guys are, are have for us right there. Yeah, I will have to say, Enrique, let's clarify. It's easy for you, but we have an entire team on the ground that does the finding, that scrubs the property. Oh, yeah, I'm sure there's a, there's a whole infrastructure of this. And yeah. I'm and, just uh, and, on the end, end result, the end buyer right there. So Right, yeah. So we do have the, the nasty acquisitions and the nasty rehabs and all of that, but our investors like you don't have to see that. That's right. the whole beauty of a turnkey operation. We do all the work. You get to benefit being the investor. And let me tell you, I don't have the time for that at all. And I, I work sixty, at least sixty hours on average, sixty hours a week, uh, sometimes more. So I don't have time for that. And I do want to invest in real estate. I, I love real estate. So, wow, sixty hours a week, and in less than six months, you have six properties. That Enrique is impressive. I love it. I love it. So what would be the one final words of advice that you would give to a newbie fellow investor that's considering real estate or considering turnkey? What would you say to them? Well, I do say to them all the time. (laughs) I always refer them to uh, listening to podcasts or I'll even break down my numbers that I have. Like, look, this is what I got. This is how I did it. And a lot of people just have to um, break their bad habits and start actually saving money. That's one of the hurdles a lot of people have. So I do tell them, cut your expenses, save some money and invest. This is the easiest way to invest, especially for people that work with me. We work so much. Yeah. Just put it right there. Yeah. That's awesome. Just save, learn, listen to the podcast, understand what you're getting into or ask me questions and, and I could, I could help break it down to you. Got it. As, as much as I know, which I don't know everything yet, but, Keyword, you don't know everything yet. Awesome. Um, If you had to do something different, what would it be? Oh, I would have done it a long time ago. If I would have known about it, I would have done it 10 years ago. I I would have just done it earlier. That's it. Instead of investing here in California in my own backyard, I would have had the courage and moved out out of state to do it like this. I've been afraid. I've heard about it before, but I, I was afraid to do it. And it's very common fear is very common it paralyzes people sometimes but and we get the fact that you just went out and did it and you guys are now gung-ho working on property number six that's insane so kudos to you and um thank you Enrique with all of my heart not only for just sharing your story but really for just sharing with your family your in-laws I spoke to your sister yesterday and her boyfriend Yeah, it was your birthday yesterday. Oh, you didn't tell me that. But um, (laughs) thank you very much for just kind of sharing your story and really sharing your experience, but not so much about cash flow savvy, just to get over the fear and do it. Thank you so much, Enrique, for your time. Keep on busting, buddy, because you are going to kill it. And before I know it, you and I are going to be competing for the next property (laughs) to see who has the most properties. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. If waiting for your investments to grow feels like waiting for pink to dry, there's a powerful secret your financial planner doesn't want you to know. You can accelerate your investments growth by two, three, or even four times. That's bad news for Wall Street, but great news for you. We're cash flow savvy, and we'd like to offer you free information that will show you how to take control of your investments and double, triple, or even quadruple their returns. And it's yours for free. For the secret your financial planner doesn't want you to know, go to cashflowsavvy.com. That's 
That's CashflowSavvy.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.